0: It's
1: going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy
2: and the money, money. baby. how much you can pay? Mind.
0: And his partner? From the top end of Stevenson.
2: From the Echo City to community centre. I've got stories that are going to blow your mind.
1: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. Uh wrestling podcast, best wrestling podcast in the world, if you ask me. And this is a football-free zone. I just want to uh, remind everybody this is a wrestling podcast. There will be no talk about football on this episode at all. So you are in a football-free zone. Let's play the football-free zone music. <coughs> football free. We're in a football-free zone and Gredo is in the room. Gredo, how are you doing? Don't mention football. How you doing, my man?
2: Champions, onies
1: So, how are you doing, my man? You all right? Are you? Did you? How was it doing, George Square? at the weekend?
2: <laughs> I'm going to get this all weekend. I, I swear to God. Uh, I've, I'm. You're looking for some fireworks? I've got some fireworks left. If you want to buy some.
1: Well, what happened, All right. Pa. All right. I, I Did you get that. your wally out in the street? No, right?
2: that wasn't me.
1: Because <laughs> they were doing that, weren't they? The Rangers fans were getting their wally out, no?
2: Uh, I've not. I don't know. First I time imagine.
1: my boys had his wallet out in fucking ten years <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, so <laughs> uh, you took
2: for that weekend. That guy wallet. That guy's willy. So I can think about. It's really
1: all I can think about. Right. Uh, I, I want. I was thinking, am I going to bury or am I going to put over that guy's <laughs> <laughs> wallet? Thinking I'm going to bury his wallet. I think. If you're that guy, if you're out there and you hear this, please get in touch. We'd like to bury your woolly live on the show. Get him on the run-in. Get in touch with that. Come on the run-in in the scud and we'll put over your wooly <laughs> I'll put Grado over your wooly and um, we'll see what happens. So, uh, so this is Wrestling Daft, Wrestling Podcast. Any, have you been watching any wrestling or have you been just all oh, football, football, football?
2: No, I watched. So the AEW pay-per-view, I watched some of that. Didn't enjoy it, if I'm being honest with you. I didn't see the the, the problem is I, I woke up and I saw that bit at the end, the fucking mm-hmm. the explosion. And I, I tried to walk, like, see, see here's my problem even before that wrestling match starts, right? See, an exploding death match or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the same in a beautiful, nice arena where a nice, crisp ring, all clean looking, if you want a death-exploding fucking whatever match should be in an old, fusty, smelly bastard hall. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Full yeah. of Jakes, we need Well, there's an argument
1: there, though, as well. Like, what you could basically be saying there is that it's a kind of thing that happens in a, a mere small-time promotion than what AEW likes to present themselves as. I just don't understand how that happened, mate, because all you need is some stuff that gives out a lot of smoke, mm-hmm. really, and you could have uh, rigged it up so that ring collapses, which, you know, is easy to day. We've seen the WWE day it, you know what I mean? You just rig it up so the ring collapses or something. You day something. I'm just, I'm baffled by it. I'm baffled by it. But the simple fact of the matter is they don't have the production that WWE has and in these moments. You you can tell, you know what I mean?
2: But you think they would double-check that before it happens? I mean, then they'll try to cover it up and... Make it look like, oh, Kenny Omega, he meant it. He doesn't know what he's doing. As I say, for me, I don't like watching any kind of matches in lovely big clean... Do you know what I mean? It needs to be... And the wrestlers need to look as if they need a wash. Like, it's too clean for me, man. It's just no... The
1: other thing is, I just don't... I've got no interest in a match like that either. I've got no interest in... Because it's always a lot of shite. It's like, the argument you have here, right, is this, right? You go... Well, that explosion looked fake at the end, right? It looked rubbish. It was crap. It was embarrassing to look at. It made the guys in the ring look really bad. I mean, fundamentally, that was a problem, right? It made the guys in the ring look really bad. It made Especially Eddie Kingston look really fucking silly, right? Mm-hmm. Which is and there's a guy who's worked for years and years to build this persona for himself, and in one night, it looks ridiculous, right? But even if one of the matches go well, I've seen a few of these matches, right? The exploding death match matches and stuff like that. And even in the ones where the explosion is good, you're still sitting there going, This is fucking daft, man. Uh, it's like, it's not a real explosion. It's like, just it's just some better fire fireworks going off, really. It's just some better prop explosions going off. So it's like, it's never something I've bought in anyway. You know what uh, I mean? I'd much rather would... just see, see somebody, a guy, a leathering, which looks real, than mm-hmm. watch a guy.
2: Kid on, he's getting blown up
1: by something.
2: It was, I mean, no harm to them, but it was a after watching that show. And literally, the, the, the what everything's tag team and six man and multi man, and there's never just a, a straight up one in one match. And when it comes to one on one matches, it's shit that you're no interested in. Like the Matt Hardy and Adam Page stuff, just the winner gets dealt with the first quarter's Endlings and all that. It, 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 no, I don't know, I can invest in that. The, the the six man ladder match. I feel as if that's they put that on every week. It's just, it's 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 uh, it's frustrating.
1: Well, I, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this because I no. yeah. You
2: know, I guess listen,
1: it's, it's difficult to do a wrestling show, right? And I'm just going to put this out to Tony Khan. Tony Khan listens to our show on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm working for home, obviously, but I'd be happy to fling ideas in. You know, you talk to my agent and I'll fling some ideas in about booking and stuff. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the booking, but just some creative ideas I'd like to fling in.
2: You know and I, mean? I uh, you're putting that proposal out to Tony. Tony, if you're listening, I am prepared to sign on the dotted line, I'm prepared to come to America. And I will sing that fucking song Ringside as loud as fucking possible every week. I will go, I will be the best wrestling on fan at Ringside for Jericho's entrance. I could do that better than anybody else on that roster. You should I be I would be brilliant at that. You I should be.
1: You should be in AEW. I should be on creative. And I'll never get on creative in WWE you know I just kind of feel like I won't I'm not <laughs> going to get that shot. Um, I'm I'm never going to move over there or in like that. But I feel like Tony can, Tony can understands the thing about long distance, staying business, long distance. And so I'm saying, Tony, I'm here. Gredo's here. He's ready to wrestle. Put that pint down, Gredo. He's ready to wrestle. Um, uh, <laughs> and Tony can watching this, and you're fucking down in a pint while I'm saying you're ready to go. Gredo's ready to go. I'm ready to be creative. I think you've got a very very talented roster there. Uh, you get fresh ideas. I just want to come in there and and just 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 you know put pitch some ideas in. Uh, let's see see what the punters are saying. Let's see if anybody else wants to work for Tony Khan this week. Uh, Jamie says it's exactly a year ago since we got to take Liera to the wrestling. Who what, what does this mean, John? I think it's maybe his probably daughter. Daughter.
3: I think it's his daughter. his daughter.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. We need a wee bit more details for the okay. listeners than that, right? So you 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 have to do research and find out. Target wrestling in Carlisle, it was to see the post Panto season slimline Grado wrestling. I wow. wonder if he's kept that slimline look during lockdown. <laughs> you kidding me, man? This year. No, Grado was a year ago,
2: run about the new, he was very slim. And nobody liked it. Everybody said, You're too thin. You just, Bob said it. He's like, That's nah, just not you. And it's, it's heartbreaking. I was at the latest I've ever been in my life. I get down to something like 13 stone 12. And I'm too embarrassed to tell you what I went mean It's that bad. But it's why like... not
1: just be like, we'll just be open about it. I'm, about oh, I'm out 18 I'm stone. It's not that bad. It's, listen, you're a wrestler. I know, man. I'm sound man. There's wrestlers out there, by the way, they know who are like, hey, I'm hanging I mean, on. I'm 12 stone 2. I'm like, you're fucking 12 stone
2: 2 and you're a wrestler. You go and put my call center. I just thought it would be like, oh, man couple of weeks after, no wrestling for a couple oh, I'll be glad I'll be a couple of weekends after the wrestling, cool, and then it's like next year, and I've got fucking, I've got beards and all that, and I'm fat as fuck, and I'm, I'm always stinking and all that, you know what I mean, I'm always needing to clean my arse all the time, and then just fucking, deodorant doesn't last 12 hours now, it only lasts six, I feel as if my breath's always barking, like I'm just, a shell. Of, I'm a shell of my former self, but this the, fucking but state of me, But did you
1: feel happy when you were that light? I fucking loved it.
2: Did you actually love it? Oh, I loved it, mate. I felt gorgeous. Felt gorgeous. Loved it. You'll be back. You'll be back there if you want to be there. I don't have one pair of pants that Disney have the Gooch ripped to it. But I just, I'm too lazy. Anyway, let's move on.
1: Right. Ian says he's still loving wrestling daft with Bobby the Brain Florence, Gradle Monsoon and John Mongo McAnally. What? If you have any I like Mungo McMichaels. If you -hmm. haven't listened to it yet, why the fuck not? He says. And thanks to Daniel for pointing out that Matt Stryker now presents a reality show where the winner gets to have a baby with a girl. Uh, Why is this not being talked about? What? A baby with what girl? What is this reality
3: is that, yeah. show? Yeah, he said a clip of it. I'm, I'm, see if I can find the clip of this reality show that Matt Streaker now hosts.
1: To get we're, to have a baby with the girl,
3: a baby with, with a girl. Labor of Love
1: reality series. Oh my god, that's the one. Right. Okay. I Matt wonder strike did right. you just make a Matt Stryker? Um... Just met anybody that doesn't know Matt Stryker as well, he, you know, he's a commentator, isn't he? Well, there was two
2: Matt Strikers. One of them had the Unibrow that wrestled for Ring of Honor. He had the y in his name, and he was a, an amazing wrestler. Matt Stryker, I only met him once or twice. He was booked at What Culture as a commentator. He actually commented me in El Ligero at Motherwell Civic Centre. It's mental to think that mm. the, the, you know What Culture would do that, would bring your commentators to fucking That's... commentate on a show in Motherwell.
1: But that was a whole, that was a big money mark endeavor, wasn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. It was good fun while it lasted, mind you.
1: Good fun while it lasted. Glories, things. After the chat about encores at gigs, David Birch says his first time in the Barrowlands uh, New Order didn't he come out for an encore. 10 minutes I get to fuck. Numerous objects being thrown at all the roadies. Best gig ever. Agreed. One million percent with John. they get Lighthouse family in the bin. Yeah, Big, big Lighthouse family. And John McNally angle building up here. We're building up towards a, a big payoff match. Uh, when Wrestling Daft can show shows live. Martin Indoors <laughs> adds to this. Enjoying Wrestling Daft's discussion of the weird kidology of gig encores, where everybody knows the band are kidding on their way, and it's just agreed we'll all go through the motions. Are there any other non-wrestling examples of kayfabe? Well, let me have a think about that. That's a good question. That's a good one. Um, non-wrestling examples of kayfabe. Something like that, where they gig, where they go, right, the gig's done, aye, way, but they're kidding on, and everybody knows they're kidding on. <sighs>
3: Trying to think. We should throw this out to the audience for next week.
1: Aye, we need, we need that some. That could
2: get. Aye.
1: That... Some ideas there. We need some ideas.
2: I mean, aye. I mean, we've done the whole soap styles, and turning heel, and turning face, and. But that's a good one. If that that that, that, that I think our listeners would come up with good stuff. That's good stuff. That's good for next week. One of the
1: biggest, of course, non wrestling examples are kayfabe There is is a uh, Santa Claus. Yes. Huh? Santa Claus.
3: Well, um... tooth fairy. Putting, uh, particularly
1: bunny. putting the the cookies and the carrot, not the biscuits and the and the wee drink and the carrot out for Santa ah. at night. That's yes, that's, that's massively k fab, and all that. Right. Anyway, mail request for Greedo to sing wrestling themes. John says Grado should sing Mark Henry's theme "Sexual Chocolate" in this week's show. Do you know the lyrics to that, oh. Grado Okay, i us just
2: double-check the lyrics
1: having a check for the lyrics. He likes... He, this is what I admire about Grado. He's, he is a professional. Anybody that's worked with him will know this, whether it's a sitcom he does, whether it's a radio show he does, or a panel he does. He's a professional. He brings um, great scrutiny to everything he does. Grado. It's sexual, baby.
2: Ooh. Right, I want to give it you all, to you. Yeah, right on. I'm not here for you, so sexual, baby. Oh, sexual. I know... I know... And I'll tell you why, baby. Baby, it's time, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that, man. You don't I, even know the tune? I, I, I don't know. Is, is there any tune to it? I can't think. It's sexual, baby. Ah, and I want to get it on. And I, sexual chocolate. It right, sexual baby. Ah, oh. And I want to get it on right for you. Hey. Yeah, right on. And I know it's going to be good for you. I know. Tell you why, baby. Maybe it's time that you know my love is growing and I just can't pretend anymore because my love is showing Oh, 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 oh. And I know, when it's just you and I. I'll show you, and you won't deny. Sexual baby. That's me. Is
1: that what you would sing to Stephen Gerrard? That
2: was fucking shit. I'd rather. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, two, three, six, mafia. Why don't you to and you can't? Let's look again.
1: Why don't you get somebody to request that next week? Oh, yeah. um, after we posted a clip of the Michael Jackson wrestler who's finisher
2: Somebody's of... going to get their arse kicked. Somebody's going to get the wheels burst. Somebody's going to get their arse kicked. Something like that, kicked.
3: I think he used the term arse.
1: His finisher <laughs> is the king of the pop elbow where he moonwalks before bouncing off a rope, standing on Michael Jackson spin and dropping the elbow. We wanted. Rockstar, Popstar, Finishers. Bungholio, great name, said Super Manfred Man Punch. And Co-Keen-A-Clutch. Oh, come on. Fucking terrible. Jamie Ogden says
2: this is oh.
1: Nina Samoan Drop. What? Nina Simone, Nina Simone, Nina Samoan Drop. Tombstone Roses and Tears for Spears. Very good. And Andy says Gary Glitter's Shattered Dreams.
2: I'm ready to walk after night.
1: What the fuck is to that? Why have you, you put a Gary Glitter joke man? in this, John? What? Why have you put a Gary Glitter joke in the show notes? Yes,
2: yeah, gets a
3: mention every week, doesn't he, really?
1: He gets a mention every week, only for Grado, because Grado legitimately, when he see him. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that, or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook. Our email is please at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Every week, we like to separate the good for the bad. The Alex Beresford's from the Piers Morgans, uh that was a work topic.
2: Well, I was going to mention that earlier with the was a work? That was
1: a work? It was and a got,
2: work. and is, is he going to come back? Piers Morgans going to come back at one point? He'll,
1: he'll go to that new channel that um, that mad new channel setting up,
2: uh, uh, Andrew Neil. Andrew Neil, hang uh, all right Well, I, by the way, I had I had. I had then I right. So who would replace him? Right, they need a controversial guy. They're all talking about being Jeremy Clarkson, right? Mm-hmm. What about this fair left? Left fielder. What did you say? A left fielder, you think? Imagine they brought back Jeremy Kyle. Oh, you know. Nah. No.
1: Nah? I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening.
2: Who do you think will bring on? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I want. I want. I Richard
2: want. Medley. I don't know.
1: I think it'll be somebody new or somebody we don't expect. Anyway, who were you burying? What are you putting over Grado?
2: Oh, I don't know because I mean, I'm going to put well if I'm going to put over anybody, it's got to be MJF. The guy's shit hot. He's brilliant. He's the, he's the 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 only decent guy. I think that I'm enjoying right now watching wrestling. I love it. Um, AEW. I said, we see that we said started the show. Oh, I just can't get. I just. The, the 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 cinematic matches, although I heard that one was actually pretty no too bad. A sting
1: stinging. Aye. Mm. Well, you seem a bit underwhelmed, mate. I want to bury something this week. Innit? Yeah, let's bury. I, worry, I want to bury Peyton Royce. Um, I don't want to bury Peyton Royce herself, uh, the wrestler. But I want to bury the promo that she did. She did a promo on. Uh, oh, sorry. She did a promo, and I don't know if it was like Talking smack or raw talk or whatever. It was one of these post-show um, talk things, and she did a promo about like being ignored, and you know when is she going to get her shot and all of that kind of stuff. And basically, who I'm burying here is the, that creative approach um, that you see too often. Obviously, Daniel Bryan has had these kind of promos in the past, uh, and even uh, the Miz had a great one. In the past, on these talking smack things and stuff, where it's like, it's like they're shooting all of a sudden and all of that. As if they're on the, as if they're on like the panel at the football. I hate that. But I'm just tired, aye. But I'm just tired <laughs> of see this promo where people are saying I'm being overlooked, I'm being <laughs> kept doing, I'm not getting the shot that I deserve. Climb. I'm like, think up some fucking new ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, see, see when you go back, I'm going back again. I'm going back to when Dusty Rhodes was fighting Ric Flair. Or when you know back in the olden times, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You didn't have guys going. I'm being looked over by the company. I've got so much potential that they're not seeing. You imagine these fucking grown men saying things like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Can you Mm imagine? Can you imagine it? Can you imagine these these grown men? You imagine Mm -hmm. like Tully Blanchard, standing there going, "I'm being overlooked, and my potential hasn't hasn't been allowed to blossom."
2: they were they just wanting
1: back. to guys' asses. They were wanting to fight. They were wanting to win titles. They hated people. They wanted, they wanted to fucking sort people out. I hate this new thing where it's like, well, I'm really unhappy with my employer for not giving me the opportunities that uh, the other people are getting. Like, fuck off.
2: You're yeah, bang right by the way. Enough of that fucking story. That is great. right. It. Again, right, so I want to bury, Um For me, the whole... AEW, Christian Cage debut. I felt that done absolutely nothing for anybody. I felt it buried the big show, because the big show's putting his neck in the line, giving it, this is going to be a Hall of Famer. A Hall of Famer. Now, when it's AEW and they, you know they've got Cassidy Splash, that is going to invoke a lot of people on Twitter. Is it Kurt Angle? Is it CM Punk? Could it be Lesnar? And I think it buried the two of them coming out. Christian Cage coming out. It's a good get, but I'll tell you what, it's not as good a get as what the Big Show was. I did it the other way about And I went, Christian coming in and saying, here, I'll tell you what, somebody's coming in Hingway and then the Big Show coming out. Mm. I'd rather see the Big Show in an AEW ring with a brand new spankery, a leotard, a brand new tune, is it no taking kind some of the,
1: names. Is there no kind of thing that Christian can still go much more than Big Show can?
2: Well, that's the hanging I on. I mean, the outworker who can outwork me—that's a bit like your Peyton Royce push. Is. You're right, mate. I cannot be outworked. Let I will te- not be outworked. Fuck off! I know. When Fuck off! He's going to beat you. Listen, I, I am the, I am the, I am enough. I'm a worker.
1: Listen, let me tell you something, right? You know who the best get for AEW would have been if they were talking about bringing in some kind of legend, right, or whatever. The one that would really make me excited, Kevin Nash. Genuinely, Kevin Nash, and I'll tell you why. Because see see the kind of, the way things are at AEW, how often they lean on comedy bits and stuff like that, right? And how often they they lean on the kind of backstage kind of fun bits and how it's kind of tongue-in-cheek in places and it's that we wink to the audience. Nobody's better at that than fucking big sexy Kevin Nash.
2: Who was it he done it way on TNA? Was it Saban? Aye. Or was it Alex Shelley or whatever? No. Or he was, the part was brilliant, wasn't it?
1: I you need. I mean, just imagine Big Kev there. You could, you could give him anything. Imagine him, just imagine him interacting with all of them with with, with MJF and Jericho and all that. You know what I mean? It would be dynamite.
2: It would be and dynamite. He's got, uh, and and the right into all this part of the carnies and all that. Right, he would fit right in with all that. Aye, you know, talking about money and fucking. He folk. would. He would be brilliant. Thrive on that, wouldn't he? Yeah, right.
1: It would be brilliant in that, and the the, the thing is, we, we him, he just still, oh, he's just this big guy. You still imagine could really just, you know, mm-hmm. put your right in a dish, Aye. like sort of right. He just looks like a tough, legit big guy. You know, he's a good guy. He's a good mm-hmm. guy, Kevin Nash, as well. Um, I, you know, I, I would love to see it, Kevin Nash it, slotting it, in. It,
2: there. The, the the whole Christian Cage debut just to me pure reeked up TNA then it. It just failed, it was just... and But hey, but I'll tell you what, shout out to Div Grimerson, who always made me laugh when he would talk about how folk in the cat house would come up and go, can you play Christian Cage's TNA theme for aye, me? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought because he
1: had, he had his TNA. Well, AEW needs to be careful, because I think in the last couple of months, last few months, they've looked mere small time than they've, they've looked since the start. Like, I, mean, they, they, watched a couple, I was loving it. But they're in serious danger of losing their cool factor, There's something mm-hmm. that had a cool factor about them, and they're in danger of losing it. Just, just a, a few screw ups that have happened, and things that haven't paid off very well, and you know, a few signings that haven't excited their audience, like the audience that kind of got them started with all in and all that kind of stuff. You know, they just need to be careful. I think
2: but, Rab, to There's careful. too many folk there, man. It's like that tag team gauntlet push. It's like how many factions is there? You can't keep up with. It. You really can't Well, it? let
1: me tell you something. Right, here's another thing. This is why I'm excited about um, NWA's... What do they call it? and calling it again. Uh, I saw that. Back. Oh, back, for, back for more. Back no, for good. No, no, back for good. Let's take that. It's NWA... Oh, my God. I'm going to have to Google it. One sec. NWA. We'll see. One sec. NWA. Back for the hunting. attack. <laughs> back... Back for the attack it is, right? NWA back for the attack. No, everybody's been saying... So like
2: PBW show. Oh,
1: this is <laughs> this is great, the NWA... DBW
2: back for the attack, Evan Magnum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is great, they're saying, right, the NWA are back for the attack, right? But people are gone, but they don't have anybody on their roster. They're like, they've got a fucking tiny roster. Well, let me tell you something. I would fucking kill for a company with a tiny roster than you. Give me a company with a small roster. Yeah. Because the WWE the has got about a fucking thousand people in it, yeah right? A thousand fucking people in it. Nine hundred and ninety of the people are exactly the fucking same as each other, right? AEW knew has fucking hundreds of people as well in it. Even Impact is bringing on a lot of people, bringing on a NWA. Stay muscular, stay interesting, discover some new stuff. We're all be man. Fine. Let's see what the is. My man.
2: Blubberman. Who's your man? You. My man. man. You know how he he spit it good, bro. You know how he spit it good.
1: I know. Toby wants to put over the tag Battle Royale on Revolution. Everybody get a chance to shine, and it shows how many awesome teams they have in AEW. (laughs) The exact opposite of what Grado's been saying. Totally disagree. And he wants to bury people expecting a wrestler to be exploded at the end. A gimmick match. Aye, the pyro at the end was bad, but the match was a belter.
2: I want to see blood and guts, Toby. I'm sorry,
1: mate. Well, listen, it doesn't matter how good that match was. That match is not a joke. That's That's just the way I look at that. It's a shame. It's a what was it?
2: Bubba Ray tweeted. They'll only ever remember the finish.
1: Uh, well, there it is. I mean, I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's fair, but when you when the finish is like that, that's all anybody's ever going to remember. Ben wants to put over Sheamus and Drew working together and Christian signing for AEW and he wants to bury the explosion, which made Eddie Kingston look like a fanny. Rico wants to put a Christine Cage. You're 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 way out of line with the listeners here, Gredo. I'm no running, but Rico says Christine smashes it out of the park every time he gets an opportunity and doesn't he ever suffer being overhyped. Potential meetings with MGF, Kenny Omega, Ricky Stark, Brian Cage, Hangman Page, Dark Autumn the likes, it. it's exciting. Hey, Rico. No,
2: listen, no, it's not that listen, that you're getting the wrong right end of the stick if you think it's a bad idea that he's in AEW. It's not that. It's just when when you G the guy up as a Hall of Famer man, he's no He's not kicked a in a couple of years. Do you know what I mean? He literally, I mean, fair play. He, uh, he he got that payday at the Royal Rumble. He came back there, got the pop. That that, that looks cool. That looks cool. I don't know. He, he will be great. He is a great wrestler. He's a great worker, right? Um, but, aye, cool man. Sorry, right, it, it uh, doesn't excite is what you. There's it not
1: exciting you. And eh, Rico again is burying the obvious one—the end eh, that Moxley Omega match. I'm not sure anybody thought Moxley and Eddie Kingston would actually be Blounty to smithereens, but there's no escaping the fact that Sparkle's going off at the end was a bit underwhelming. AEW will move past it; those shit happens. Let's all move on. Watch more wrestling. Andrew says everybody else is probably burying it too. But, but can, but, th-
2: but hold on, sir. Can you, can you imagine WWE done it and it would done that? Everybody would be going, oh, "I'm fucking buying it. I'm never watching it again. It's one little of shite."
1: Aye, exactly. But. but uh, We'll talk about that in a minute. Everybody else is probably burying it too, but that ending to such a hyped up match was Bouffin, says Andrew. Uh, the entire AEW pay per view was awful. Cinematic match was good, but move on, you've got crew. And he wants to put our bully Ray's tweet, quoting Big Vince, the only thing they remember is the finish, just like Grado says. Daniel's putting out Moxley and Kingston's promo, trying to explain away the end in a revolution. Did you see that? Was this last night when I was sitting drinking? Yeah.
2: I can't go that either, I'm sorry.
1: Didn't it work for I me. I can't
2: go that either. Honestly, I mean, I love Eddie Kingston and all that, but I can't go see the problem I ha- when I watch AEW backstage promos and all that. I've got f- I've totally got a cheek, I definitely have because I look back at some of that stuff and go calm down. But it's the overacting of it all, it's the having the yeah, mm-hmm. kind of all that looking about and going, Oh, hello, Ken. It's never, it feels if there's nobody there to go sit still, sit still, and you know, or these we even when you watch in-ring promos we, we the, the best two guys for in-ring promos are the what do you call them the LAX because they stun there mm-hmm. but you watch everybody else and you go can hey, they, they go and nobody can see me doing this because I podcast but yep. look, look look at the react look at the, the overacting in the background everybody's trying to get themselves over in a fucking backstage promo when they're not talking it's like stun still it's you know it reminds me it reminds me of folk the X Factor and at the end, and that's sure, that's same difference. And if you want same difference, phone 08 double eight, and a sudden they're going out with the phone. Call, vote for me, vote for me, yep. give us a call. That's exactly what
3: that is. Maybe yeah, you know. tell telling to chill out. Do you think you know, like looking back at it now, you know, you've went into acting, Two Doors Down, Scott Squad, and all that. Do you think
2: if you go back, you would change stuff? 100 percent. To... I learned so much about acting when. Cause I've told you when when I done River City, I thought it was oh I'm loud, I'm I'm going to be brilliant in River City. Lines, fuck me, I was brilliant. And the, the you know the 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 activity play back in the day, I've got this knee bother, and you know you read the line, and I've I say this all the time, you know, say the lines, hi darling, you want to you fancy watching a rom com tonight, you know, instead of going you fancy watching a rom com tonight, I was hi, you telling you fancy a rom com tonight, hen can. Fucking I'd love to be able to go back and change that. It was it was Johnny Watson, it was like oh, just take it down a notch, just take it down a notch. <laughs> and it, it, you know what I mean? And you can not ask yourself, Rob, you're a good actor, right. but you know what I mean? Everything's just play it real, it's no acting. Hey yeah. Do you know? And I and I cringe when I go back and look at some of this well, stuff. Although there's a place for that. There's a place for that, I know. There is a place for that. But no, when, and, and a promo, and they, just everything's getting on the fucking neck, and all
1: that. I want I wanted to talk a wee bit about this Eddie Kingston and John Moxley promo that they did that a lot of AEW fans are saying. They saved it. They saved it, they saved it. I mean, no, they did not save it. I don't know what that promo was. The two of them were kind of drunk and hang me, right. like, you know, acting cool and that, like sitting there, hitting out with our stuff. The fucking promo that we should have seen after that. Now Eddie Kingston was telling the story in this promo where he was kind of drunk with John Moxley. That what had happened was he went and he saved John Moxley, lay in Topium, and he blacked out because of the stuff that had went on in his past. It took him back there, and he blacked out. The anxieties all pulled in, and he blacked out. Right, he blacked out. PTSD. Now, that's fine, right? I like that, but it's the way they performed it and put it over. Eddie Kingston should have been like, a black dude, call me a coward if you want, and all that, but you don't know, you haven't lived my life and all that kind of all stuff, right? Shot Eddie Kingston should have been fucking raging. Eddie Kingston should have been like, the world is laughing at me. That's what that promo should have been about. It shouldn't have been him being like, I'm fine with the fact everybody thinks I look like an idiot. Mate, you're, Why you're, should you're, fucking you're, Eddie Kingston With everything we know about Eddie Kingston Be happy with the fact that everybody Is fucking laughing at him He should have been on their own fire He should have been marching in looking for Kenny Omega He should have been looking for fucking whoever set up the pyro He should have been looking for him He says, you made me look like a fucking idiot He should have been on Rampage on that episode And instead he's sitting with his mate Having a mm-hmm. drink, going like a black toot So if, call me a coward if you want, like he doesn't care Small I don't time, be fucking Eddie Kingston doesn't care I, I don't get what that was
2: well, give me a fortnight. I become, I become, I become men. <laughs> I'm getting <kidding laughs> on, I'm getting on. I'm totally getting on.
1: Uh, Neil wants it's to good. put all the women's title match on Revolution. By the own. way, I'm
2: legit scared of Eddie Kingston. He's one of the only people that uh, I've. Really, listen, only we, And by the way. tag me will beat my fucking buzz. Listen, and by the way, if. if you I'll, know, know, uh, I'll just, it, bring, no a car, I'll just bring a bag of bangers if he starts on me. <laughs> the bangers used to get his in? <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? The only reason I'm saying this about Eddie Kingston as well is because, yeah, Eddie Kingston's great. I think Eddie Kingston is yeah, great. He's a great him. promo. He's great in the ring. I just love his look. I love everything about Eddie Kingston, but I just you know, it I just fucking annoyed me. I was like, AEW should have just went, let's pull the trigger on Eddie Kingston. Let's let him loose like a rocket in this company you know, after this. Because that's how you come back. That's how you come back for somebody looking daft is the next night you make him look like a fucking badass. That's, that's it. You should have gave him that. He deserved that.
2: They fucking you, deserved it after and, what happened. And that's why this guy sitting across from me has got six series he's on Netflix as a writer. This guy knows you, listen, Tony, you get,
1: you get in touch. Um so Neil wants to put out the women's title match in revolution. No really watch Japanese wrestling, but if that's an example, I'll need to start. You will don't bury anything as everybody else has covered the obvious instead, I I, why why do AEW seem to struggle to do a good pay-per-view and what do they need to change? As good as the long-term storytelling is, they seem really bad at finishing them. I'm struggling to remember many of the storylines that have had a satisfying conclusion. Is that just a pitfall of long-term stories that it's hard to find a natural end that makes sense? It's hmm. a very good question.
2: That's a very good point.
1: No, I think AEW need a bit of a free pass here in terms of like the long-running storylines and all that kind of stuff because obviously they had like they had a bit of a death in the family situation and stuff, which must have rocked them all and would have changed the trajectory of stuff or stuff not. So we need to get after them there. But I do agree the pay-per-view is see I do you know feel that the pay-per-views have lost a bit of sparkle ever since the focus has kind
2: of moved off of Cody? Wow you just take the words right with my mouth. It's like it's a bit like do you think it's a bit like how I mean when I think back to the start of AEW, it's like the tag belt should have been on the young bucks right away. Because they were like they were what's that word I'm looking for? Over. They, they were I, they were over there, they were legit. They were a tag. They team. were over
1: and they were a orig- originators of right, the thing. They were so, like right there on the ground floor it. So But it
2: all, but it also feels that like they were like we kinda put the tag Was on because 'cause mm-hmm. we're booking it. We don't right? And it's kind of the same with Cody where he's like, I'll just throw myself in a six man. I'll just I, wrestle the strobs just, just, and it's like, no, we want you in there, you know, we want you because, do you get what I mean? I do get what you mean. Like,
3: right, so not com- the problem with AEW, it's it's basically the lunatics running the asylum to an extent where there's no one backstage apart from Tony Khan running the creative. There's like no one out with the
2: wrestlers running the mm. creative. But then you must have, your like, say, so your are Anderson's not backstage going, <laughs> fuck me, look at that shit. They look, check it out. You know what I mean? Because they've got experience there. Mm. You know what I mean? I always, I tell you what, I, I was when I was watching that bit last night, right, where the inner circle were going to turn on Jericho, and Jericho man was brilliant. He was like that. You felt well, sorry for him. Always, brilliant. Right? always he, brilliant. He's always brilliant, right? Don't get me wrong. I was like, that. I fucking seen a lot of me when he was blowing out his ass in that first match. That I'm like, oh, Jericho man, <laughs> brilliant. Right? However. There was a bit where the, uh, the inner circle turned on in his face, and you're going, I feel sorry for Jericho here. And I, at that point, I'm going, Wow, fucking get that turn on face. They and I, I, I know he's the I know I know he's a, a great heel, I know he is, but there's something there in that, I know because he's hilarious. See the see the start of the, before the match the other night in the pay per view match, I can't remember what he was doing. I think he took the tag belts, I don't think he's gonna and he had his big smile and <laughs> it was dead dead funny it was dead dead funny I don't know there was just I I don't know maybe I'm talking shit Rad, but there was just a wee minute a wee part of me where I thought this could be good if they date him in a circle and Jericho is it there and then he gets a a, 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 a baby face it's something coming and the two of them take on the inner circle and I thought that would be brilliant aye it
1: didn't and
2: then it became two heel factions fighting with one another and you're like aye. well what What? two heel factions <laughs> do you know what I mean who am I cheering here, in here.
1: Dream Queen 28, I feel bad now, say, wants to put all the Drew and Sheamus match in Raw. That was a main event worth their resume anyway, And wants to put our Peyton Royce's promo on Raw Talk. Um,
2: Would you make a um, thing with? What do you call him? So, buy I told you so. So, buy I told you so. And uh, Randy Orton. Uh, I don't know. I
1: don't know what's happening there. I don't know why Randy Orton's getting I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Maybe Randy Orton's seen some of this bad bunny buzz and he's like, I want a rapper to fight as well. Mm. Collecting them, them like Pokemon. Pop <laughs> artists. Collecting <laughs> pop artists like Pokemon. Um, someday Roman Reigns should call out Ariana Grande. <laughs> 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 Just out of the blue. Aye. Um, Dream Queen 28 wants to, Dream <laughs> Dream <Queen> 20 wants <laughs> to Seth
2: Rollins calling out the Weller man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Queen 28 wants to bury the segment between Shane and Braun on Raw. Shane's promo confused me a little bit. I feel like they don't know what to do with Braun Strowman, did And Braun oh. Schiller wants to put out our last week's show. Shout out to Toll. That story had me greeting. <laughs> the Road Story sent me off again. Joey Janela versus Ricky Shane Page. Smackdown, Dynamite and NXT entertained me in the past week. Bury. I'll let everybody else do the burying. John wants to put over Christian at AEW. Guy's still got matches left in him. Grado doesn't know what he's talking about. Also <laughs> Sheamus. Guys knock fuck out each other. That's what pals can do when pals get in the ring. You always see Grado and Shao when they're in the ring, by the way. It yeah. is. Strong style. Uh, and he wants to bury Rabsy and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Are overrated. Shocking. But the new stuff is not the best, to be honest. The new stuff, he means everything after the first album. Kev <laughs> wants to put over Sheamus. He looked really good since coming back. And he wants to Barry Miro. Oh. He's a good wrestler, but his gimmick isn't packaged as a Bulgarian brute might not have been his choice, but it worked. Tell you what, he looked good, but did you see the match
2: Wait, with Chuck Taylor on that? No, I didn't see it. Right, oh, come on, man. I, get, I mean, I hate doing this, because it's like... <laughs> it's he was like, dressed up as Zangief from Street Fighter, wasn't he? Right, I, I, know, that's all you, I know that's all your game on that computer. I know he's into his Twitch and fucking Mortal Kombat and all that push, right? But there was legit, Rab, he looked... Fucking brilliant in that match, sir. So, like, I'm um, you need, you, I know you love him, so you would like he was just battering the tournament. But what, what, <laughs> what frustrates me? And I get, I hate Dennis, but like, so you've got this grudge thing with, with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. And there's been, he's made, he's what, he's, I mean, I've not been following it, but I'm mad, it's been going on for pretty well. It's a pretty big grudge in it, and I just find a day like. See, the, the, the tapping, Cass, Cassidy done the the, the kicking the shins, kind of slow motion kicks to the shins. Nice. And, the, and I'm like, mate, drop that for one night. And I know you've got to do your best bits and stuff like that, but it's like any time with an ICW, obviously I've done my, my comedy stuff, but if there's somebody that's been battering me for the past three months, I'm not going to go in there and start tickling these hoaxers at the test of strength. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. that during that yeah. match. It's just like, drop that for one night. And I just, do you know what I mean? Sorry, I'm going dead Jim Carnett here, but it's no, no, no. no. It was frustrating. That's what we want. Because he was murdering them and I'm going all he needs to do is murder them, and they get one big comeback and it'd be fucking superb. Doesn't no need to put the gaga in there.
1: Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Um Mick wants to bury speculation of two Hall of Fames this year is smelling. No <laughs> fans. Nobody really cares about the Hall of Fame either. Too long. Too many people he wants to say, poor everybody calling Soldier Boy a minge. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? And it's Andy says, man, Andy, man, Andy, man. and I love this one. This has been the best one we've ever had. Andy says, I'd like to bury all the nasty heels and put over all the friendly baby faces, please.
2: No. Listen of the week. Could that be Andy Reden- listener, of that Reden- Reden- listener of the week. Listener of the week. Listener of the week. Listener of the week.
1: It's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to running. run-in. Ask Rado where he was on Sunday the 8th of March, uh, Joshua, or ask me what is my favourite Resident Evil game, Resident Evil 4. This week we welcome the one and only Eddie, the only Eddie that matters in the wrestling business. Not Eddie Kingston, not Eddie Guerrero, not a... Uh, what other Eddies are there? Eddie...
3: Guerrero?
1: I've already said Guerrero. Eddie, Edwards.
3: Eddie I. from TNA, Edwards, Eddie
1: Edwards, and now we have Eddie McKenna. Eddie McKenna is here. How you doing, Eddie? Where are I'm,
4: you? I'm doing fine. I'm in Addington and I've been stuck in this bloody room for twelve months. So it's great to see other faces. So oh, we, can. we'll see well, we can't
1: see you, but we can only see your face, Eddie. We can only see a, a picture, of the of you. We are. Is that oh, your dog? dog?
4: Selfie with my dog. Hi, oh, that's that's dog. If you've you've can get you What's the, the name, name of your Doug? Doug? Harvey, Harvey the Doug, Harvey's Harvey the Harris. Doug. After the film guy. No, there's a story about that grade, all right. So we, we worked long and hard to give him a non-controversial name, right? So we worked through. <laughs> the week
2: after we named him, the whole Harvey fucking Weinstein thing happened. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. But I love the way you've went. You've said, "Um, I love the way you've went when you're thinking about what you're calling a Doug. We need to make this non-controversial." <laughs> I mean,
4: that's what looking... <laughs> <laughs> One week later, a fucking Harvey Weinstein, scandal, me too. Fuck, that was... oh,
2: that's a sh- no, you need to shout sh-
1: it in the street, that's the thing, and it needs to be a name that you can easily shout in the street without feeling yeah. like you've done Absolutely. something wrong.
2: Aye. Well, I we mean... could have called him Harvey Weinstein, so it could have been bloody worse. So <laughs> mm-hmm. was... mm-hmm. Wait, um, tell us your story, because have you really, have you been shielding? Have you... Uh, we look
4: after... Uh, so... Just to just to put something. In, I'm old, right? So I'm fifty, right? So mate, I, I, that's not old, best. mate. That's
1: this not is old. Growing. I'm there. i Like six years time. That's not old.
4: Oh well, good, good, good. you have got lots to look forward to, to Rab. It's great being fifty. Having fifty two weeks ago in lockdown, spot on, great. You can't even drink yourself into oblivion. You forget you're fifty, nope, but nope. we'll get there. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, I get I get sent home in March because we look after my mother in law and she's high risk category. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so we were sent early before lockdown, and I've been in the house ever since. Uh, oh, the occasional know. trip to the, the 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 occasional trip to the supermarket. Oh, that's we, we live for them. We live for the supermarket. Oh, that's
1: it, isn't it now. That's the world is my co op now. Really, <laughs> it's, you're right, but it's nice grapes and all that tins of tomatoes. There's all sorts of things to see, and there was oh, bananas.
4: We've worked through every every kind of version of frozen lasagna we've worked through is
1: great. <laughs> have you seen how many different flavours of Oreos there are on the?
2: No. You can get a bit,
1: well, in the co, in my co, you can get like three different flavours of Oreo biscuits. Right.
2: You know? I'm not too keen on Oreos.
1: I like an Oreo, but I like a classic Oreo, I must admit, Mel and Nelps.
2: Are any of you in particular kind of, like if you've got OCD with, with some facts, right? I, I read something the night, right, and it's kind of, it's kind of wound me up and I kind of get it out the back of my head but apparently McVitie's come out right and said that the chocolate part of the digestive biscuit isn't the tap it's the bottom of the biscuit and it's it's been messing with my head ever since I've read it do you get do you get what I mean right what really mm-hmm. oh don't you be, you be talking about I, I wonder
1: I <laughs> wonder if they're saying that because when they manufacture it right I wonder if the biscuits are draped onto chocolate I wonder if they're dropped onto chocolate and then lifted they will be you're right. wrapped and then lifted. I yeah. wonder if that is. Right. So they're going.
3: If you were to eat a biscuit like that, if you were to eat it upside down, you just get chocolate all over your fingers. Do you know what I mean? Well, mm. no, because how do you
1: hold your biscuit? You hold it like that anyway. Same so finger, there's one know. finger on either side. So. Aye,
3: but do you know what? Well, you not put your kind of thumb in the middle of the kind of biscuit to balance it. Do you know what I mean? And you have your finger on the edge of the chocolate.
1: Mate, the biscuit isn't in my horn long enough to even fucking um, notice what fingers it's in. is on the finger, then it's in the mouth. I do
3: chocolate
4: digestive. digestives. You don't
2: ch- do you eat chocolate at all?
4: Uh, me? Oh, I, I don't eat digestive biscuits, though, because you don't know why they're called digestives, don't you?
2: What, they fuck with your belly?
4: Ah, they're, they're laxatives. Are no, they, they really?
1: Yeah, oh. they, they're supposed to help you.
2: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Going, aye, aye, it's, aye. Funny, it's funny, I know I always like to easily update my IBS scenario, <laughs> but obviously with IBS, the the the... the, the Symptoms for me are always gone all the time. However, this week I was constipated for three days,
3: and it's that's
2: really? ne- never been a side. I've it's never been a side effect. It's ever has it been it, better? Uh, what is it? Well, is it getting better? Put it right. way. Let's let's go on the What happened to me the other day? But it was getting sorry. And this this is this is vulgar. No, um, it. um but I was squeezing the other morning that hard. The blood started streaming through my nose. (laughs) I'm not joking, mate. I'm not. I mean, it was. (laughs) I was going, and and my nose just went like that, and I started bleeding. I thought, Have
1: you ever? um, Have you ever squeezed that hard? You feel like you're going to faint.
2: Yep. Can see stars and all that. You go
1: start spinning and all that.
4: I've been there. I've, I've got diverticulitis, right? So I, the only one bloody thing in the world I've got in common with Brock Lesnar. Aye, Lesnar. You oh, aye, aye,
1: that's the Brock Lesnar thing, aye?
4: Uh, sorry?
1: I was going to say that's the Brock Lesnar thing, right? Like, he, he was saw, really saw, bad with it, right?
4: I was here to get part of his bell removed. So that's how I've, I've lost a lot of weight. I, I could take in a watch when I was eating stuff like that, because I, I don't want to get anywhere near a hospital and get half my bowel removed. Aye, but aye, I, aye. but to be, all the things to have in common. That's it. So that's that's Probably. my claim to fame.
1: How have you been losing your weight, Eddie? Particularly uh, during lockdown, have you just been eating really sensibly? Because obviously, lockdown, you're bored. You just want to eat, like just stuff your face kind of all the time. So have I, you, What have you been then?
4: I just watch. I, I I don't eat healthy, right? Far from it. But there's an app called uh, God. I'll do it oh I need to get my phone. It's called My Fitness Pub. Oh, it's mate, My Fitness yep. Pub. And it's just, I just try and keep within my calorie count. Track
1: the calories, try and keep within Is it and you're right? all right.
4: Eddie, Eddie, you, have I ever seen you at a show? You have, yes, yes. Right. Uh, uh, you, you saw me at a show many years ago, and I don't know if you'll remember it. It was in Cumbernauld. In a school? Uh, no, it was Community Centre. Community Centre in Cumbernauld. SWA? It uh, 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 was, yes. Uh, and you wow. were fighting Jackie Polo. Uh, wow. You were, the, you were the main event with Jackie Polo. Oh, I uh, remember that. Uh, you remember it? You don't know? Oh, I did. I did remember it. Aye, aye. Because it, it
2: was it, small, wasn't it? Really, really small. It
4: was really small. The audience was pretty, pretty quiet as well. Mm. And it was me and my boy my boy's pal there, and we are biggest Jackie Polo fans, right? Absolute Jackie Polo fans. Fully dumb, stop the guy. He probably hates us. Uh, and at, th- at that show, uh, we had our Jackie Polo signs up. Bro, he came, ripped them up. Ripped oh, I do remember pins, this. I remember this. Uh, Scrunched <laughs> them up and used them as a basketball in this community centre. Bro, you're doing a spot where you, you've, you've got them, you've got Jackie on the ropes and you bring him out and he's dazed and he's confused and you're, you're dragging them all around the audience and the kids are all booing at him. Chopping them. Kids are chopping them. Then you go to his... Uh, and this is where I've maybe got to apologize. So you go to us, uh, and my son says, Come oh, on, Jackie, you've got them in the ropes, and we're patting them in the back and trying to revive them. <laughs> uh, and you mumbled something under your breath, credo, and it was just if if we did, were naughty boys, that type of apologize. It was, but I can't even. What,
2: mate? I'm a crab bum. People think <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the nicest guy. I'm a piece of shit with stuff like that. I can't take that. You, you do know that I, I come out and see stuff like that and go, Right, I don't like them, man. Why are they? I'm, the, I'm the good guy. Like, I'm, I'm the worst for that. What did I say under my breath?
4: I don't know. My, my boy always thought it was that you said thank you. And I said, no. I saw his face. He did not say thank you. <laughs> 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 That's funny, man. That's funny. I says, what on earth was thank you? But uh, it was, it was a great show, uh, and it was like, like, like I said, we've, we've, we've been following Jackie for years, still. Up. Aye, what's Jackie? Was Jackie?
2: Was Jackie Opti? Well, it's funny I messaged them at the weekend because a lot of people don't know this. Jackie Polo um, was a physio at Murray Park for a wee while, right? And Steve is the biggest fucking Celtic fan you'll ever meet in your life, and he, so he walked away so with you him to Wind them
1: up. What you messaged them to wind them up?
2: I think I, did, I said I think I said something like, "Do you know what? We've got to thank everybody throughout the all the years, for the bottom to the top, for everybody. You know, I'm going." Thank you for being there during, during the dark times. Thank you so much, Jackie. Something like that. I can I can say stuff like that to him? But I remember he turned up at one of the SW shows with a big bag of Rangers trackies. And so we, we got Jester to put on, like, I mean, Jester who hates football, man. We got him decked out in this Rangers' puma tracks. <laughs> it <was> funny, man. <laughs> he, looked like a, he looked like an Italian football player, kind of like a sign in
4: it. We saw him at one show, so I can't remember what it was, but just let's say it was, it was an area that probably had more... Uh, St. Ma- St. Margaret Mary skills than they had kind of politics, aye,
3: aye.
4: Uh, and he turned up in a Union Jack singlet. You've never
2: heard so many boos in your life. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant.
1: Old school, old school oh, stuff. Total, total. So what, que- what questions have you got? Ed, have you got any questions for us?
4: Well, that, that was my main question, right? I'm going to be useless at this. It was no, kind of you like, so, so, what did Gredo say to me? You can't remember Gredo? No, I've
2: I mean, I don't think I, I, I'd like to believe I never tell you to f you. When there's Wayne's there, I'd, li- I'd oh, like. Oh, you wouldn't do
1: that. No, the oh, g- the, that. The, g- the big pavilion so, family so, bash, so,
4: bash, so, so bash, just chop bash
2: thing. No, like, no, like family sash bash thing. No, no, We, we,
4: we, we, we didn't chop them. <laughs> them. We patted them on the back and tried ah, to revive right.
2: them. Nah, I definitely told you.
4: See,
1: hold on now. How does patting somebody on the back revive them anyway?
4: Mark, <laughs> it was just words of encouragement. We're saying, Jackie, you're doing a grand job. Go on. You've got them in the ropes. Go on. Get in there, Jackie.
1: Thank God you're not fucking ambulance man, Eddie. <laughs> and I have a heart attack and you turn up in my house and you're like, come on, son, we pat the back. I'd be getting a I'd be saying fuck you, dude. <laughs> so so uh...
2: so so <laughs> oh, God, it makes you miss wrestling See so hear wee stories like really well, this, man. This is where it all Surely comes against against it? This is
1: in. the beautiful thing about wrestling is hearing the wee independent stories of people mm. there with their wins and all that and watching the shows, and it's great. It's like... It's brilliant watching a show in like a community centre or a school hall or like one of these places. It's just a different vibe in it.
4: It's good. Can I can I butter you up a wee bit though, Gredo? Can I, just a wee bit? Butter James, so I'm just seen your in. name. Uh, like, so we we went to the shows when Sean was a wee boy, my son, years and years ago. We went to mm-hmm. like Mark Busby Centre. Oh, did, there we go. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, this was Rob walked as well. Aye. He would have been backstage. Mm-hmm. Oh, brilliant! Because 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 uh, well, so. We we did the shows. It was the Conscience shows, and what magic was there, and the, Lowland, the your good self, the Lowlanders. Lowlanders,
2: yeah. So the we, worst we, tag team in wrestling fucking history.
4: <laughs> well, we were there the night team two K. Right? What? They, they were there the night team two K. was wow. gang and BT gun. Yeah, so wow. Yeah, That was a brilliant night? A fantastic night. And did that, you and did you get it? Oh no, no. Sorry, we were just that. That, that was kind of start of your kind of journey, right? right? We stopped going for a wee bit because somebody, some gate at that or that show stole my son's Rey Mysterio pajama mask. So oh, wow. I'll never let that go. So <laughs> you're watching this.
2: <laughs> yeah. But do you know what? I love that because I think there was about two folk in the crowd that actually got that because BCW and SW rivalry was. It was really just between the boys. A couple of fans were kind of smartened up to it. However, in the ring, I'm going. This is cool, man.
1: I you cool. being. I don't think you're being fair there. There was me only a couple there? of fans that knew about the. No, nah, you're right. You're right, you're people right. People knew it was a thing, you know, it was a thing, and uh, I remember the, the, the pops and the excitement when these wee things were happening. I mean, obviously, like the wee wains, know that like they were kind of doing the front ah, and right. they know what was going on, but there was, there was people when they know they were in there and that. I mean, I and, was oh, in team
4: 2K, so that was the worst people that knew <laughs> definitely.
1: You went way right. back, Eddie. Oh, when I, you I, where, you've been supporting five, you've been supporting the Scottish wrestling scene for a long time.
4: Oh, we watched the Lowlanders and we still went to shows after that, so we really <laughs> have been for a long time. Fantastic.
1: Oh, brilliant. fantastic. Brilliant. Let's leave it there, Eddie. Thanks so oh, much for coming day. on. And Pleasure. Hopefully, thanks
4: for having me, guys. Please come, come back on
1: again, again and mate. you can get and you get some...
4: Oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, guys. Fingers and get crossed. The wrestling shows <laughs> come back, back on again, Eddie, later. mate. Right? Nah, just,
1: no worries, man. Good do to do talk own, to you. See you later, pal. Take
2: care. Thanks, Eddie.
0: You just made the list!
1: Now, lists are everywhere, they're even on this show, as we look at wrestling-related lists every week. Now, you can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling. And this week, the two options off the back of the finish in the AEW Revolution main event were best match finishes versus worst match finishes. And of course, with 59% of the vote, it was, of course, the worst match finishes that won it. It's another one of these ones that's a really difficult one. Um, I've spoken about this before, this dilemma. The dilemma being... um, The 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 match endings you think of as bad match endings, only the worst match endings, the ones that are the worst match endings are the ones you even remember them. You don't even remember them. So it's a very tricky one. I'm maybe going to need your help here, Credo, for this. Because I've got I've got a couple in my head, definitely. But what is what have you got in your head for bad? Bad match endings. Let down match
2: endings. Uh... Wow, it's like I'm looking at what the listener saying. And I've got to disagree with one right away, and I hope I've heard people say it before. However, a lot of folk don't like the the Austin and Rock fe- wrestling in a seventeen with a chair.
1: Ah, I like that ending.
2: I think I did like that.
1: Yeah, I did at the time. I was,
2: I was excited by that ending. Um, um, this is one of the ones where I really need to think. About. Um, God.
1: Well, let me tell you what I think might be the worst match ending, right? Now, do you remember John Moxley fought Bray Wyatt in the the cage in WWE and a, a ghost came?
3: Oh, yeah.
1: The end of that match was a ghost. A ghost came and there's no point making a list of like the worst wrestling matches ever because the worst because there's just there's just one match on that list and that match is the match where a ghost came at the end there's there's <laughs> no other match in the wrestling history where it was like so what was the finisher that what was the finisher the main event of the pay-per-view where a ghost a ghost came that was the fucking ending and that was that was the worst that was the worst uh, yeah i white man.
2: what happened what happened with, with uh, Hogan and Warrior and WCW? Was that not a bit of uh, What happened with that again? Was there know something there? Am I, nah, am I getting that rang? Or was it just a jobby <laughs> match? I can't remember. Hey. Mm. Anyway.
1: What was the... The, the thing me the, the fucking finger poker doom was a, a bit of an ending, right? However, I, I don't think that always gets called. That gets called quite a lot, the worst ending ever, but I don't think that was the worst ending ever either. Yeah. Got, people, got people talking, didn't it? Got people yeah. talking. Let's see what people are uh, saying. It's, too hard, that, isn't it's, it's very, very hard. It's man. I issue. don't know why they keep voting for these ones. Karate Warrior Two says Sting versus Hogan, Starcade '97, is the ultimate and terrible finishes. Uh, then you get Samoa Joe versus Nick, Nick Aldis. I'm not reading this. <laughs> I won't read that. I'm not having it. Kev says Matt Hardy versus Edge at SummerSlam 2005, when Matt Hardy was quickly knocked out by the ring post after we'd been looking forward to them tearing chunks out of one another. Uh, Fal- See, that was an accident, though. Falcon says uh, Yokozuna winning the Rumble by kicking out a Randy Savage's pin.
2: Oh, that is a oh, chucked him out. I find that, him right
1: he? out. Yeah, I mean, like it's that? cartoon, isn't it? Paul says Seamus versus Cena at TLC 2009. This is a botch, though, right? Cena tries to superplex mm. Seamus through a table. Seamus fell off a top rope. Cena goes through the table, ends up losing a matching title. Crud. Mm-hmm. don't I don't think they count. Sandy says Reigns versus Stroman at Hell in a Cell where Lesnar broke in F5 everybody and left and then the ref stopped the match. I think that cell finish was worse than the Fiend and Rollins. Hey, do you know what was a bad finish to a match? It just fucking happened. It was that one where uh, Kevin Owens was fighting uh, Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns was handcuffed to that fucking hang. And 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 Heyman was trying to get that me unlocked and that excruciating fucking five minutes of like the ending no working. That was a bad ending. Alex says, Austin versus Rock WrestleMania 17. Nah. DTBM says, The Fiend versus Seth Rollins referee stoppage and a Hell in a Cell where there is allegedly no rules. Um, there's an argument there. Chris says, WCW had loads, but Fingerpoint of Doom was the worst of a lot. Didn't he watch a lot of WCW after that. Willie says, Rey Mysterio versus Sabu at the second one night stand. Stupid we annoying doctor cunt. Stoking it after one table spot about three <laughs> minutes in. ECW. See Dub and Jim says grado versus Abyss
2: <laughs> Monsters Ball.
1: What was the finisher? Uh, that much. Oh my god!
2: I don't even remember now. What happened? I don't even remember now. Right? I don't even. I don't even remember. I think was was it Norman? Oh man! I don't even know. Well, he
1: must remember working out. But he called.
2: I'm sure he, he called.
1: oh was he just calling it out there? Abyss.
2: Well, he called the Choke Slam. No, no, I get that. I get that I rang. He called, so was he? Was he? Was it basically? Had, was
1: he running the match?
2: Was it Abyss? See, here's the crack of this match, right? Me and him, me and him, rested on our laurels in terms of we had a match the year before in Bethlehem and we loved it, right? And all the boys loved it. And Abyss had it, and he said, "We'll just do the same match because nobody saw that." And I'm going, oh, my pal saw it." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right, and it's just like when it and that day Abyss was in charge. So, this is say like a 10 match card. Abyss is the agent for the opener, he's the agent for uh the main event. The last thing on his mind is legit wrestling me, and so I'm thinking, right, okay, but he's the he's the he's the monster's ball guy, it's his match,
1: right?
2: And we literally heard like 10 minutes before it, and he's like, What would then I was like, What would, would you? what the fuck what are we doing he's like what do you want to do I was like
0: nothing
2: and then it just was just uh, right for the start man my jeans my pre-melt jeans were too tight I couldn't fucking run in them it wound, I got feet filmed because at one point he tried to choke Sammy for a table on the outside and I gave him the elbow and he went oh, mother- oh motherfucker ah, I'm going are you alright <laughs> you know what I mean I'm going fuck's sake what I'm doing <laughs> Oh motherfucking that's Steph. Kind all that kind of way. And then it just for there it was just like, oh man, and then fuck me. And then I can't remember something happened. Was it he rang the bell and I kicked to it? Was it that? I can't remember. And then he calls a black hole slam, so I feed in for the black hole slam. But then he decides to go for the choke slam. Then he goes for it again, and then when he goes to give me the black hole slam, man, he's fucking knees combust, and he just fucking we just land like a pile of shit in the ring, and I just I was like, oh man. Uh, good. Oh, and then he will get back, and he's gone great match, dude. And I'm going, I don't know, man. EC3's gone. Mommy, watch that. And he says, this is a worst pay per view match. She's ever seen in his There's no way it's the worst. And then, and then Damn I've told this before. And then at three o'clock the morning, because our best loves looking up the sheets, he's like, he texts me going, "You're right, dude. They hated it. I'm done. I'm retiring at lockdown next year." <laughs> I'm retiring at lockdown next year and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's that, man. I'm retiring at lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, oh, my God.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, is, is that the worst match finish you've ever been involved in or have you had a worst match
2: finish? Probably. Um well, It's probably been fucking stinkers when you're doing... We're on like kind of shows down in England, but it's, you don't really remember. Nah, mate. What's, mate, what's the
1: best match finish you've been involved in? Come uh, on, tell us that again, one. Tell big. you what I
2: did love. I tell you what I did love is the fact that I always done my my kind of funny pin. You know, my, my the the trip. Oh, and yeah, And yeah. like every match where the guy runs in and I turn and go on my knees, and the guy takes the, the bump back. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, I loved him when I when I done it to Johnny Ross for the finish. I fucking loved that because it was just kind of. Anywhere where he could be just batting the fuck at me, and then at the end he's really he's gone for it, and then I just sweat and go to two, and he takes the bump over and I go, one, two, three. I love that because that was different. Aye, yeah, I mean, you like Johnny Moss saw that.
1: You enjoyed that finish better than um, the finish we drew in the hydro.
2: because well, I, I, I didn't want to beat him with a wee bit, but anyway. Mm. Did you know when he beat him with a wee bit? No, I don't know. No, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. You did. Like, it was? What? I want. I think I originally wanted to beat him. No, right, so although it was cut out, which I was raging at, and I was, I, f- I felt drought. I was like, we had, we had another chunk of that match to go that he cut out, and he was like, When you go, man, time, time. I was like, Mate, well, no one fucking sky, you know what I mean? Time. That's
1: a professional, mate. That's it a is, professional. you're right. it
2: is. But I was meant to hit him with these, we, Future Shock, is it Future Shock, the WMDT? I was meant to hit him with that, and that plays in my mind because I think the place would have went nuts if I gave him that. Great, well, the fans were wanting to see the wee bit. I know, but you just <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I know i want I'm to not... see the fucking wee bit, obviously. I know, but I just wanted—I wanted to happen with that. What did he call it again? Future shot, DDT, feature right. shot. I wanted to happen with that. Whether he—I just... I mean, doubt, he was—he probably went into business with himself and thought, "I'm, I'm, I'm going under. I'm, getting, I'm doing the job till I said that I'm not taking my fucking my finish film. So he probably so." Aye, you're a piece of shit.
1: No, mate. I see what that stealing. The, I see what that taking other guys finish or not. That's all fucking PlayStation Two. Aye, but it's no good rubber, fun, mate.
2: and I know that. Nah, it's all fucking. That's what PlayStation it's PlayStation. all about, mate. I fucking love all that. See taking chokes arms and all that. If I'm you fucking, finish him, if I'm at the back door, I love it. But hold on, if you finish him with his move, you're putting his fucking move out. I don't mean that would be the finish. I wanted to date to him. <laughs> God rest my soul. If I wanted to do that, do you know what I mean? God rest your soul. <laughs> Woo! So we have loads of
1: gear so you can wear a t-shirt while listening to the show. you have sitting there and you get your big nappy and you've filled your nappy or might as well change your nappy you get a big t-shirt on and you're smoking on your bong and you can wear it on merch. Designs include the Marcus here with a picture of the wrestling daft belt wrestling's kid on and the immortal coat for the immortal Hulk Hogan. Good night Hulkamaniacs and your brony marks a life that don't know it's a work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot marks on a t-shirt. Uh, tell them about the classics. What the
2: classic t-shirt line now let me tell you about the classic line we're talking i'm gonna take the bump for you chips cheese and Don on me and margaret and everything and not only that we've got hoodies face masks phone covers trucker caps bum bags and aprons it's shop.spreadshot.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft so check out our range at shop.spreadshot.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft or you can check us out in the socials facebook page twitter
0: the full lot at wrestling daft <laughs> Now the
1: Beatles sang about the long and winding road, and we're on a trip down that road as two wrestlers as we relay your road stories. You send us your story and we'll read them out. See if you can pop a boys with a great story for your youth, your past. Let's jump in the car, let's get this car started. Let's go. What are you doing that, boy? Oh, some short of night. You were working a uh, Christine Cage tonight, weren't you? Right,
2: mate. How'd that go? He's a fucking he's a chip, man. But he out, he, 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 he outworked me. What?
1: Did you see the fireworks going off at the end of that match? I was in. Give oh, me a like, fright! I blacked out. Blacked out. And right? when Catherine wheel started
2: spinning. <laughs> I know, man. I want to do something about that. I was, I'm, I'm mortified, for, mortified for the penis. Any uh, stories? I'll, you tell you tell you we I'll tell you when I turned on the you when sixteen, right?
3: Mhm.
2: And I went to Portugal with my mom, dad, and my sister, right? Mhm. How weird is that? When you go on holiday, right? I a lassie for the same turn as me. Mm. At, at that time, I was styling Barhead, and at he did sell. Barhead, man. Mm. Barhead with um, the second ever BCW show was held with but the Barbarian. Anyway, that's by the bye. Where I, I get my tag team partner, Ian Connell size uh, ah. sizing Barhead. Is it? Oh, yeah. We may not that lassie but this lassie she was 12 year older than me. Lovely, lovely, and. This night rather spanked a bottle of vodka and went to the beach. Whole bowl. Whole bowl and boom. The best ten seconds of my life as I break my virginity. You bro you broke it. You and, broke very it, night. it? and after it she says, uh, she says, Do you fancy going skinny dipping? I says, Well, I where the fuck no? So we did. She comes out the bar and I look round at my clays the trainers the full lot was gone and all that was left was one sand covered trainer sock so picture this I'm having to walk the fall in for the strip and I'll be fair I my cock in one hand hiding my ass in the other everybody cheering and whistling as they came out the pubs Rab then I give two because I just get my whole. my hole. I had to chat with my folks at Tell Room and they knew what had just took place. They knew their son was a man now.
1: <laughs> they knew their naked son whistled so, on his while he was a man. Or did they think it was uh, the guy who had red hot chili peppers turned up at the door?
2: Either way, if you want to send in stories about when you go you first got your whole batter in uh, John at wrestlingdaf.com. be
1: respectful.
2: There's one minute listening to a show and you're like, I know, home I home. know. Well, you
1: know, you know. We're trying to improve the, the audience. The audience needs to improve.
2: You need to be better. These people. are blue. <clears throat> These are far too blue. They're, they're too, far too blue. They're derogatory. They're going to get us cancelled. Aye. Aye. So, no wanking stories, come. No. <laughs> I don't want you hear mm. come for the next three weeks. Me whole partner. It's not like nah. we've got a ban. We have got a ban on come for the next come ban. We have a come. There's a national come ban on wrestling daft. Yep, a come
1: boycott. Boy cum. We're boycotting come. So let's call it hashtag Boy Come Boycotting Come.
3: Boy for three weeks, though. So. for three weeks, for three
1: weeks, no come for three weeks. Okay. Uh, if you have a wrestling daft road story. Doesn't even have to be any daily day with wrestling just a funny story about your life it's going to pop as drop us a DM on Twitter at Wrestling Daft or on the Facebook page that's it for Wrestling Daft please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts mind for more content and for the video version of the show get on board patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft our listener of the week as we said earlier we announced it much Andy much earlier. it's Andy innit who said? I will remind you, and this is a beautiful thing. Beautiful to take away. He would like to bury all the nasty heels and put over all the friendly baby faces, please. No science to about. it. No come. No vulgarity. Just the essence of wrestling boiled down inside Andy's body.
2: They complaining about Bailey's heel turn? No, no. It's... Andy's
1: a real man.
2: And he's a of, real man. And I tell you what, I really enjoyed having a guy, a kind of middle aged. Is, is that offensive if you say guys at 50s, middle aged? No, that's. What a fucking offensive. joyous man that was. If your dad wants to come on and sit in hallways, let him know. Let exactly.
1: Him, it was nice to have a, get your down. a grown man on the show instead of, you mm. know, no harm to but some of you are kind of like, kind of virgins in that. Mm. <laughs> it's good having a grown man on. So, uh, thanks so much for that we'll see you on the next one gredo congratulations to the glasgow rangers on, and i'm not gonna do any of this bullshit about like it's not the fucking same team nor are it is all bullshit
2: well Rob, the fans yeah, you're a religious man
1: Football, let me tell you Gredo. Football, right the 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 identity of a club is all about the fucking fans that follow like them
2: Rob, you fucking me, fans you've any idea how much i talk about you with us and I'm no joking. I, I mention you all the time. I actually mentioned you on Go Radio Lodge, Go Radio on Alexa. We're here till six until ten this morning. It's the boys at Breakfast, Crofty, and Grado. I always, I always met like anytime we need talk about. I was Radflawn says it best. Like it's, it should be embraced the rivalry. Everybody should be able to say who they support, and there should be nobody taking it the wrong why Nobody no. getting cancelled. It's all no. about rivalry.
1: But it's a hell of an achievement, so um so congratulations. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, you're, you're going to fucking replace the benches though, some way, sir. But all right, when I saw one of the benches, I thought fucking Gredo's been doing that. <laughs> the bouncy on that. Gredo's been doing the bouncy on that with his pals.
2: <laughs> Gredo's been doing
1: the bouncy on that with his pals. <laughs> oh, <but laughs> of course Gredo wasn't doing there? Of course, he was doing. Gredo's uh, one of, of the good guys, was, right? Um, anyway. Olha o verão aí, deixa o seu. Deixa o seu, Grit.
0: o verão. Audio Frontier.